the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Remember, Jack Windsor, Ohio Press Network, joining us at 12.05 today. We'll talk to Jack about the uh, Beef Expo Beef. Governor Mike DeWine getting up close and personal with uh, grassroots candidate Joe Blystone. Telling Joe Blystone that, uh, I'm not going to debate you, but if I did, I'd kick your keister. Only the governor didn't say keister. The governor had a lot to say yesterday about how awesome the state of Ohio is. And (laughs) what do you know how awesome he is uh, doing uh, what he does as governor of the state of Ohio. But Blystone is a little sand in his oyster. And uh, Jack Windsor wrote about that. And Jack Windsor reflected on it from an opinion perspective, which Jack doesn't often share opinion in writing. And so we'll talk to him about that. We'll ask him who he thinks won the Mike Gibbons-Josh Mandel dust-up Friday in Gehenna. And if he thinks that maybe the winner of that dust-up was in a chair, seated, watching it, instead of participating in it. That's what I think, but I don't want to prejudice Jack, and I trust his instincts, so you'll hear from him at 12.05 today. Uh, Here is how Marsha Blackburn, uh, the senator from Tennessee, and Katanji Brown-Jackson, the remainder of the exchange after Marsha Blackburn asked her about, uh, well, can you define a woman? (laughs) Well, no, I can't. Uh, here's how the rest of that went. Oh, I apologize. I did not have my uh, mic on for uh, Marsha Blackburn, but I promise you it's on now. The word woman is so unclear and controversial that you can't give me a definition. Senator, in my work as a judge, what I do is I address disputes. If there's a dispute about a definition, People make arguments, and I look at the right. law, and I decide. Well, so I'm not... The fact that you can't give me a straight answer about something as fundamental as what a woman is underscores the dangers of the kind of progressive education that we are hearing about. Now, when Marsha Blackburn says that, of course, the left says, ah, you're being... Alarmist, histrionic, shrill, dangers of education. Critical race theory. Well, we're not even teaching that. It doesn't even exist. Well, it must exist. You're awfully upset when we tell you you can't teach it. No, no, it doesn't exist. But Marsha Blackburn used the word danger. I do think critical race theory and social-emotional learning and those things are a danger, a significant danger. And I don't mean to minimize that. But there also is a physical danger to a judge who cannot discern threats from harmless activity. 
And it's not just something that plays out if, you know, we see these stories all the time. Ah, illegal alien. I know, sorry, very politically incorrect label. Nevertheless accurate. Illegal alien murders somebody. Remember Kate Steinle in San Francisco? Bill O'Reilly made that case famous. We've had a woman in New York. Yes, I'm sure she was a woman. Stabbed to death by an illegal alien. But right here at home, the lack of discernment in judges, the lack of clarity on, wow, that's a a criminal who's a repeat offender, probably what we've seen out of them when they get on the other side of the law is what we'll see more of from them if we don't incarcerate them until their case goes before a judge, a jury. Well, that puts you, me, and other citizens in central Ohio in danger. couple examples. Tom Susi on the Susi Report outlines the matter of a 26-year-old Columbus woman named Elisa Lide, or L-I-D-E. Maybe it's lied. What did Elisa do? Uh, Elisa assaulted a police officer at a grocery store on Cleveland Avenue. She was asked to leave the store. She didn't leave. She was asked a second time to leave the store, and she punched the officer in the face. Now, I would consider that to be pretty bad behavior, a danger to the community. First of all, you have a screw loose if you decide it's a good idea to punch an officer in the face for asking you to leave a grocery store where you are being disrupted. That would, I would think, force me to spend a fair amount of time in jail. They're not going to let me out since I assaulted a police officer. Ah, but Franklin County Common Pleas Judge Karen Phipps gave Elisa Lide a $2,000 personal recognizance bond, which only means that if Elisa decides, eh, I got things to do, I'm not going down to court, my case is due today, I'm not going down there, then the two grand bond, she forfeits that, and she walks away scot-free. You want a judge like that determining bail? I don't, but we have one. Now, I talked yesterday about a family whose 14-year-old daughter was murdered, randomly murdered, but murdered nonetheless, by an 18-year-old, now 18, he was 16 at the time, Michael Rashawn Green. Michael Rashawn Green fired into a group of kids celebrating on July the 4th. And unfortunately, extremely unfortunately, horrendously, killed a 14-year-old girl in the Linden neighborhood. Now, the dispatch wrote about this, but you know what they didn't write about? They didn't write about the things that would really outrage you and really make people wonder what in the world is Judge Kim A. Brown doing on the bench in Franklin County allowing a danger like Michael Rashawn Green back on the street. Because you'll find on the Susie Report a story about Michael Rashawn Green's chronological record of criminal behavior. He was accused in November of 2017 of shooting an eight-year-old girl in the hip with a BB gun. Two months later, he was accused of sexually assaulting a 13-year-old girl. Two months after that, oh, look, a teacher at Linden walks over to Michael Rashawn Green's desk. 
And Michael Rashawn Green has a list in his hand. And the list is entitled Kill List. Names of people he wants to kill. Later on, I'll just give you the highlights. He was arrested for fighting. He was arrested for stealing a car. He was arrested for stealing a truck. He was arrested again for stealing a car. And what do you know? A couple months later, he decides it'd be a great idea to fire a gun into a crowd of kids, and a 14-year-old ends up dead. Now, judges, when they evaluate bail, it's not a secret. The records are not sealed. Michael Rashawn Green's rap sheet was right in front of Judge Kim A. Brown when she decided to let him walk. Let him walk out. This guy's got a rap sheet as long as arm. But you heard yesterday. Demand Justice, one of the liberal initiatives out there that is behind the SCOTUS bid of Katanji Brown-Jackson and would no doubt be four square on board with the leniency of Judge Kim A. Brown. They don't think you should ever be able to be locked up at all for a misdemeanor or a class A, B, or C felony until your trial occurs. They also say you shouldn't be allowed to be incarcerated at all until you're 24. I'm going to count up the number of warrants and arrests for Michael Rashawn Green here in this report, which is very comprehensive, by Tom Susi at the Susi Report. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 20, 20, including robbing somebody at gunpoint, possession of illegal firearms. Another shooting that injured a 27-year-old woman. Suspect in a drive-by shooting. All these on the 20-item hit parade of Michael Rashawn Green. He's 18, ladies and gentlemen. 18. If demand justice gets its way, if Katanji Brown-Jackson gets her way, if Judge Kim A. Brown gets her way, this criminal would be allowed to wander the streets of Columbus or wherever else he wanted to execute his reign of terror for six more years before you could put him behind bars because he's just a he's just a tender child of 18 years of age not responsible for his actions it's probably racist of me to want Michael Rashawn Green off the streets so he can't terrorize the people in the neighborhoods he frequents so it's kind of funny and nonsensical and laughable that Katanji Brown-Jackson can't answer, won't answer, what is a woman? It's probably a funny line that'll appear on T-shirts. I'm not a, I don't know, I'm not a biologist. We'll yuck it up about that. But that mindset is not funny at all because that mindset of prioritizing ideology over truth is the mindset that allows Michael Rashawn Green back on the street. That is the mindset that allows a woman to punch a cop in the face and get a $2,000 personal recognizance bond from a Franklin County judge, Karen Held Phipps. Do you think that 
the girl who punched the cop in the face and got away with it, do you think she's going to go, wow, that cost me two grand? I'm really going to learn my lesson. I'm going to fly straight and narrow from now on. Or do you think it's more likely that that girl is going to go, I got to punch a cop, got two grand. I stole the two grand or wherever she got it. And then she's going to escalate her activities like Michael Rashawn Green escalated his. I know which way I'm betting. And the way that I'm betting makes me feel very, 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 very uncomfortable. So I have more horror stories for you in the way of egregiously low bail from Franklin County judges. Yeah, we watch the headlines, we see the sound bites, Katanji Brown-Jackson, yeah, I'll never have a case before the Supreme Court, Bruce. Besides, she's taking Stephen Breyer's spot, and what's the difference? Like, okay, she's more radical than Stephen Breyer. Okay, we're never going to get her vote on anything. Well, I don't want to just give ground, because as I say all the time, if you give the devil a toehold, then it becomes a foothold, and then it eventually becomes a stronghold. But you're right. We're not going to have a case before the Supreme Court. Very unlikely. Katanji Brown-Jackson will never touch our lives. But the judges here locally, hmm, hmm, they can touch our lives. Say, so, well, I, I don't go to Linden. I don't, I don't go to the Hilltop. I don't go to uh, Franklinton. I'm, I stay out of downtown at night. Chances of me running into some criminal like uh, Michael Rashawn Green are minimal. Well, okay. Did you forget? Two shootings at Polaris Mall. Did you ever use I-71? Do you? Well, um, what was it? A week? Two weeks ago? We had a guy walking up and down I-71 at Gemini Place with a gun. His name is Jonathan Myers. Jonathan Myers, 21. He got shot by the cops, thankfully. He didn't shoot anybody else. But it's not because he didn't try. He fired a gun at people driving past him. One of the cars that he hit was a car containing a high school athlete and coach who were on their way from northern Ohio to the state wrestling championships at Value City Arena. Now, we have heard recently of heartbreaking stories of young people dying in car accidents. The golfers from University of the Southwest killed in Texas, nine of them. The six girls, 16-year-old, 15-year-old, sitting in their car at a traffic light. I think that was Oklahoma. Or not a traffic light, a stop sign. At a weird intersection. It looked to me like from the pictures, a semi cut the corner too short, ran into them, killed them all. Like when a young person dies, it is it is really, really heartbreaking. Well, this is a athlete in the prime of his life headed down I-71 to wrestle in the state wrestling tournament. And here's this nut job on I-71 who gets out of his car and starts shooting at cars and hits his car. Now, thankfully, he didn't hit the athlete. So this guy's a danger. This Jonathan Myers is a danger. He's such a danger that the prosecutor in Delaware County, Melissa Schiffel, wants him held without bond. Why does Melissa Schiffel want him held without bond? Because Melissa Schiffel went and looked up Jonathan Myers' arrest record and found out that when he went on his little shooting spree on I-71, there were six pending felony cases 
on him in Franklin County. He should have been behind bars. He should have been incarcerated to keep him away from the public to whom he poses a danger. And guess what? He posed a danger to himself if he's so stupid to think that he can walk up and down I-71 in the broad daylight and randomly shoot at cars and then run away from cops and turn around and shoot at them. It's not like he wasn't sideways with the law on dangerous cases. Fentanyl and cocaine. He spit on a police officer. Man, in the age of COVID, that's probably a death penalty case. Oh, no, he did it to a cop, so it's okay. Two more drug cases, including a charge that he had been caught with a stolen gun. Hey, wait a second. Wait a second. Let me access the file in my mental Wayback Machine. I see. I see. Our friend Andy Ginther, mayor of Columbus, asked to step up to the podium and explain what he's going to do about the record murder rate in the city of Columbus. And what did Andy say he was going to do? Andy was going to prioritize getting rid of, can you help me? All right, illegal guns, illegal guns. I'm thinking a stolen gun is an illegal gun, isn't it? I'd have to ask Katanji Brown Jackson because this is one of those, you know, self-evident things. Bruce thinks if it's stolen, it's probably illegal. But, you know, in today's justice system, maybe it isn't. Or a woman is a head-scratcher of a question that you can't answer. But I'm assuming a stolen gun is an illegal gun. He's out on bail. Um, He also had another case which resulted in 28 counts of drug trafficking with firearms specifications. And he's out. On bond. On bond, he's out. So this is why judicial discernment matters. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.